Hey everyone, so yeah, welcome to another episode of Iglap. We will just be waiting for a couple of more viewers before we start. So yeah, let's do it. I'm just going to fix some things here. So I had my two shots already of um, the COVID vaccine. And I wasn't allowed to drink for two weeks. So yeah, I'm just happy I'm able to drink again. So yeah, we'll just wait for a couple of more people to join us. Then, you know, we'll begin the episode. So yeah. So they're not a sponsor, but... One of my favorite local beers is by this company called Monkey Eagle Beer. And I'm drinking their farmhouse ale right now. Oh, it's color green. That's why there's like a green screen effect, I guess. But anyway, uh, <laughs> then I'll be trying their other new line. It's called Daydream. I got this because I love the label. It's a really nice label. All right, so let's begin. So welcome to another episode of Iglap. I'm Paula, as usual. And today's episode is quite special because it's actually part two of our episode last week. But this time we have, you know, different guests. And, you know, before we start, I'd like to thank our two sponsors. So thank you again to Koei Blend. So if you guys want to try, you know, locally sourced coffee from Filipino farmers, give them a try. And to Swagat Indian Cuisine, our forever sponsor, who's been our sponsor for such a long time. Thank you again, guys. So. Our topic today is a bit controversial in the sense that, you know, uh, sex work in the Philippines is very taboo and it's actually illegal. But, you know, unlike other countries in the world, we're one of the few that still illegalize it. And, you know, with the pandemic happening, uh, they allow digital uh, sex work. So apps or websites such as Alua, OnlyFans, etc. So for today, we'd like to talk about, you know, um, the process about this whole thing and you know why maybe it shouldn't be illegal about it so let me introduce our first guest so she's been here many times and she's our resident uh i'd say our resident crush on bayan or in english the girl that all the guys like uh she is very funny she's very awesome and i'll just let her introduce herself so let us welcome back nudista hello I'm your resident Hubadera. <laughs> I mean, I knew you were going to say something like that. I was like, I'd rather just let Nudista do it. Okay, so, so I'm yeah. I'm going to introduce myself again. Hi, everyone. Right. I am Nudista. So I am a BDSM practitioner here in the Philippines. So I have had four years of experience so far of BDSM. And, you know, as, as someone who practices it, I also take my clothes off. For work, <laughs> not really work, but but I'm someone who likes taking her clothes off, and most of the time I'm also a model for some photographers here in the Philippines. So yes, I'm back, and I'm here to make kulit kulit as usual. <laughs> I mean, I'm very. Uh, it's always fun to have Nadista in, in an episode of Big Lap. No matter what topic, it's always fun to have her. She's a very very fun person. Mm -hmm. Wow, you're probably so, so surprised I said something nice. <laughs> usually you're like, you're... usually you're, you're going to counter me with something like, 
You shouldn't I, I, say I, I, that. You shouldn't wear something like that because it's too revealing. But now, I guess because we've been together for how many episodes already, yeah. you're you're so practically used to me being who I am now, and I hope that viewers also are <laughs> used to me. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the being end of like, the day, I can't control you. It's who you are, and there's nothing wrong with <laughs> who you are at all. So, of course, I'll adjust and be like, you know, be more liberal. Okay, so our next guest is someone very special as well. This is her first time to join Iglap, and I'm glad that she's here. So I'll just read to you her, well, not really, I'll just tell you who she is. So she's been modeling since she was 17, but only started to do nude photo shoots when she turned 18 years old. So she enjoys a lot of, uh, she enjoys it a lot because she's a nudist. And she is, you know, she has been doing sex work since the pandemic started. And yeah. So let us welcome to the podca- podcast for the very first time, Emma Rouge. Hey, Emma, wait, did I pronounce hey. the last name right? Yes, Rouge. Okay, making sure. Today, All right, so I want to... Do I do this? Okay, it's like that, sorry. Oh, okay, it's all right. <laughs> so I want you to introduce yourself more to our, to our um, viewers, Emma. Well, that's about it. I'm Emma. I am a model. I, I used to be like a full-time model. Now I'm a sex worker and I'm also a rope bunny. So I get tied up and tortured and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Emma and I have been in the same scene before and I've worked with her before with her rigor. So we kind of know each other in that way and we've already played with rope well in, in that photo shoot before. Oh yeah, we had a shoot together with the DC. Yeah. Is this the one where you're smoking the cigarette? No. No. Oh, sorry, for Nudista. No. Oh. oh, sorry. No, 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 no. It, it it was a photo in my in my feed wherein we are three bunnies, like three rope bunnies or models tied in the same harness together. Yeah. So so if if ever people are interested, I can just give the link somewhere in in the comments later. Oh, sorry, with the word rope bunny, I just have like a million questions already. Like, go, go, okay, go. So, so, so you're tied up and tortured in what way? I mean, obviously, I get the tied up part. It's more of the tortured part I don't get. Well, tortured for me, I, I think it's different for everyone, you know? Um, you see, there's people who, who are like, their torture, the torture that they like is being tickled or something like that. And with me, it's mostly impact play. So they just hit me with shit. <laughs> with, sorry, am I allowed to say that? Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like bamboo sticks, um, leather things, vloggers, um, stuff like that. And But I don't really like play with blood. There's people who like blood play. And that's my that's the line for me. That's about it. Like they get cut. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there like are that. um blood play is when people induce um things for a person to to bleed basically. Like some people would do impact play, like any sort of impact to induce um bruising and scarring. And to the point that they bleed and some people really really love that and it's not for everyone because it's very much going over the edge of someone's boundaries or or their um 
consent in some way. So it it's really extreme. But for Emma, I've seen her play before. It's mostly just her just enjoying impact play for what it is. So yeah. I just love it. I love the bruises. I love the feeling. Makes me, you know, like fucking what's fucking weird. It's like sometimes it makes me orgasm just pain alone makes orgasm so it's like that i don't know <laughs> so technically speaking that's kind of under bdsm right yeah it is. Yeah, it is, right? it's under bdsm yeah it's um masochism i'm a masochist okay so sorry i don't know if it's too personal to ask but like okay, so let's say for example, someone's hitting you with something, right? And you know, you 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 get a bruise and whatever. Like you really feel like this is super satisfying, this kind of pain. So I'm just yeah. trying to understand like what's going, you know, the I whole know. thought process. Well, here's the thing. Um, I became like this because of like past traumas, and it's kind of it started to become my coping mechanism that pain that I consent to, it satisfies me. Because for some reason before I was like thinking, shit man, I, I don't think um life's ever gonna be non-painful. So I thought maybe just fucking enjoy it. And <laughs> I started being like that for some reason. And um I never saw this coming but when I experienced it i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the pain it really satisfied me it really turned me on um but yeah that's that's about it <laughs> sorry I, my, I i just find this very interesting because i've never heard of uh blood play in my life until now and i thought i had a crash course about this whole bdsm thing when i had nudista here for the very first time during that uh Four and a half hour episode, remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was four hours worth of talking. <laughs> yeah, and I was and I thought I honestly oh thought I had everything down, but is there anything else I should know, Nudista, aside from this? Well, I think from from Emma oops. Um what from what Emma said a while ago, I think it it's hard for you to wrap your head around what she was saying. Just because yeah. what she's feeling is the catharsis of of the pain and how it brings her joy um being in bdsm or seeing or seeing people um like impact play it's for them a sense there is a sense of control in that thing wherein they allow it they allow the experience to happen because they're doing it with someone they trust and exactly. i don't think she would she would feel the way she feels if it weren't for that the person doing all of that impact play um if she doesn't have that kind of connection that deep connection with this person she won't be able to let go fully and feel that catharsis and that joy or that orgasm or that headspace that she yeah. gets so yeah yeah I so can i just yeah sorry emma please go ahead no it's okay i just agreed to her okay so I just wanted to get something out of the way, no? Because so obviously we all know the film Fifty Shades, right? And how you know whether it's good or not, we all know it. So I'm just wondering, like, uh, sorry, this may sound like a ridiculous question, but how accurate is the film in terms of the whole relationship between you know Mr. Gray and I can't even remember the girl's name, but so the, the girl. 
because I when I watched, yeah, when I watched the film, I was wondering, like, is she truly consenting or things? Because again, I'm not really that kind of person, right? I, I, I would never try BDSM or whatever. So, you know, for people who do practice it, how accurate is the relationship there? How they portrayed it in the film and in the book? Who wants to answer? Uh, first, then maybe the Dista after. Okay, me, so me first. Okay. Yeah. Well, I honestly don't like it at all <laughs> because, I mean, I haven't watched everything, but it kind of shows that, you know, it gives like a misunderstanding for people who who isn't in the community, on the BDSM community, that, um, you know, um, tops or like doms and submissives could like, everyone could be in a relationship after that. It's kind of like, it's not like that in the real world, you know? Uh, eventually, apparently they got married and shit. So that's, I mean, that could be a rare case, but that's not something that it, that happens every day or every time, you know? So people tend to misunderstand us who are actually in the community because of that movie. And I'm actually like confused if she is consenting or whatever, because I watched it years ago and I can't remember everything. And it was like, it's not a memorable movie that I guess. It's not. <laughs> that's why I don't remember everything, but that's my opinion about it. it. It makes the people who aren't in the community misunderstand us who are in the community. So yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> okay. How about you, Nudista? Maybe you want to add something about Um, For me, it's... It, I guess people see Fifty Shades as the gateway to what BDSM is. And I think because of media, it's like glorified in a way. Oh, it's romantic when when this guy who has so much money is stalking this girl who has nothing. And it's it's a fact. Oh, was he stalking? Yeah, basically. Like he liked the girl. He stalked her. And you don't want that. It's it's creepy. And it it just shows how you know, media can blow something up without even giving context as to how things are done. Um, there, it's just implied that, oh, they're doing BDSM, but they don't show what consent is. They don't show how to respect boundaries. They don't, I mean, BDSM can be done inside the bedroom, but it can also be done outside of the bedroom, just as long as there is negotiation but i don't think there was any negotiation that happened during during that movie um there's also the aspect of you know just getting stuff from the hardware store and then using it for bdsm scenes yes you can do that but you have to be very much educated as to why you're doing those things or why you're getting all of these things to create the scene so it takes education and years of experience to actually be in the moment, create the scene for that person to talk to your sub or talk to your dom about what they can do, what they can do, what your preferences are. And these are the things that aren't discussed. And again, it's it it puts into 
the minds of the people who are watching that, oh, this is so good, I want to do it. And it shows a perception also that BDSM is just pain, or you just do what you want to them or force them to do what they don't want to do. So I guess for me, it's a negative thing. Uh, apparently, um, BD, um, Fifty Shades is actually a fan fiction. <laughs> Yeah, of, of Twilight. Yeah. Of Twilight. So it, it is a fantasy, but it's not supposed to be done in that context or in that way. If I may suggest something, a movie that shows what the BDSM dynamic is, you can watch Secretary. So Secretary. Oh, yes, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes, yes. I love that, that film, movie. Eh? That movie shows BDSM, and when I watched it, I was like, oh my, this turns me on. <laughs> it, it shows the beauty of the dynamic wherein the dominant, the top there, was looking after the sub and the, the mental game of it, wherein I'm, I'm telling you what to do, but it's for your own good. It, it's that kind of thing. So it's used in a different context. But it's a way for us to understand that when done right, BDSM is such a really fulfilling thing for everyone. Actually, good, good, good um, reference because I saw that I think 13, 14 years ago. I, I was still young back then. When mm -hmm. I watched it, I never thought of the BDSM side. I just found it very interesting about the whole Tom and Sub part. But wow, actually, okay. That's actually a good film reference. Actually, the next question I was going to ask Have you guys seen that? Uh, Brazilian version of um, Fifty Shades. I, I can't remember no. the name, like Three Six Five or something. The one, uh, are you lost, baby oh. girl, and whatever. Ah, oh, ew, sorry. Is it Brazilian <laughs> or Italian? It's one I of those. Know. One. I I haven't watched it. I just heard the "Are you lost, baby girl" reference. Okay, so Emma reacted, <laughs> and I want to hear her. Uh, to our viewers, I'm sorry. It's not exactly the topic, but because you know Emma brought up the whole rope bunny in my mind. Blew up. Might as well bring it up right now. So yeah, go ahead then. Yeah, well, I fucking hate that movie. It's it's porn on Netflix, man. Yeah. And the guy's fucking creepy. He just stalks this girl. He kidnaps her, and then she falls in love with him because he has money and he's good looking, and he they fuck good, you know. It's. Uh, I, I fucking hate it. I hate the plot. I hate everything about it. It's just, why don't you do porn? Why is this a movie? That's like, Stockholm like, Syndrome. Porn. Yeah, it's like... That, 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 that's Stockholm Syndrome. That's Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. you know, when you're... when you Yeah. When you when fall you in fall love, love with the captor. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you, you align yourself. Yeah. Uh huh, and that that happens, and it's just stupid. It's just it, it's like a fourteen-year-old wrote that shit. Sorry. <laughs> well, I can feel okay. the hate. I, I can feel it too. I mean, I've never seen it. Everyone tells me to watch it because you know it's really not good at all, and well, then I would find it interesting. Thing actually, it's not like oh, it's not okay. Yeah, they just fuck. There's no torture. There's no like. Things they, there's just stalking, kidnapping, and fucking. That's that's the movie. Do you like so that? It sounds like a. It sounds like a porn film, it, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they can earn more from doing porn instead. Exactly, man. Fuck. It's funny when I hear that. Gosh. And a lot. Okay, of well. I, I yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Man. 
That's it. I think he liked it because I'm just guessing of the porn aspect. Like, um, that's one, and I guess because the leads are good looking in a way. Yeah. Are they? Well, they are. They are. Yeah. So at least you can give that to the film. They got good looking people to do all of those things. Oh, man. I mean, if we, if you're supposed to give anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just I see. Um, I see movies from a writer's point of view because i kind of i'm i've been trying to write but i'm bad at it but i have some you know knowledge about it and this one's shitty that's that's it (laughs) all right so the next part i want to talk about you emma is about you you know doing photo shoots at 17 then you did nude modeling at 18. Uh, because you mentioned that you you enjoy doing nude modeling. Can I ask why? Like, why do you enjoy doing it? Well, here's the thing. Um, actually, I did not start it at 18 just because I enjoy being naked. It's um, when I was 17 doing modeling, like fashion modeling, um, the photographers always told me that I look a lot mature than my age. And they said that I should do sexy photo shoots as soon as I turn legal of legal age, you know? And I wasn't gonna do it because like I think maybe it's too early or something, but my mom got bedridden and we needed to pay for medical bills. So I started doing nude photo shoots because it pays more than fashion modeling. Mm. So, but I, I enjoy it. So that kind of made me stay after my mom was gone. That made you stay because I can enjoy being naked and also I get paid. I can pay my bills. It has been supporting me for four years. Okay, so I'm just wondering, and you know, no need for like exact figures, right? But you mentioned that. Uh, nude modeling pays, you know, ha- way higher, I guess, than not than you know, fashion. Like times around how many? Like the difference. Well, I used to be paid with fashion modeling. I used to be pay- paid for the, like for a shoot. It's gonna be three thousand to five thousand. Okay. But with with nude modeling, it can go from eight thousand to fifty thousand per shoot. Oh wow! So that's like more than double. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot. That's why it's like people, you know, there's there would be guys that I would date, and they would tell me, "Why don't you get like a regular job instead of being naked all the time?" And I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you, man!" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I just earn more than you do, bitch. <laughs> Exactly. Fuck. That's why I, I can't date normal guys. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know my feeling. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like wait. If I feel like I guess from the people I'm dating, they should be very much people who are like who know themselves so much and yeah. that 
that they don't feel insecure when it comes to me expressing myself in that way. Like, I think the people who come into my life know that I take my clothes off. So that's part of the package deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm someone who takes my clothes off for fun and for work. <laughs> so I guess the first question is, uh, what if, for example, I don't know this too much of a personal question, but, you know, there are men who are like, no, you know, don't don't go naked and things like that. But what if for them it's like it's okay for you to go naked and things like that for as long as we have a healthy sexual relationship. Is that unfair or? I mean, what does healthy mean? Well, let's say for example that you guys you know have sex at least twice, three times a week or something like that. I mean, something that you guys agree upon, right? Let's say you agree that okay, let's have sex at least three times a week. Well. That, that's not a fucking problem for me. I, I want to have sex every day, so that's not going to be a, a problem at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm glad you're very open about, about you, Nadista. I can relate. Okay. It's just more of, because what I'm, this, this is what I'm thinking, right? Uh, what if some mm. men, they just feel like, I'm not trying to give an excuse or anything, okay? It's just more of, um, what if they feel okay? Um, you know, you're you're you know doing all of these things, but then when it comes to our relationship, it feels like you're not, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. In a way, I mean, is that unfair for a person to think that way? Uh, for a guy to think that way? Not at all. I think it's part of the relationship. I mean, for you to make as much effort, like in general, you know. I don't know what I'm saying, but. I just, I'm not in a situation like that, and um, I have been in a relationship for almost a year now, and it's been really healthy. I is like, he's just, sometimes he's the one who gives up on, like, having sex with me. <laughs> it's not unfair at all, you know? Yeah. Am I answering your question? <laughs> yeah, you you are, you are. It's just more of that aspect that I, I was wondering mm -hmm. about. So let's go to the comment sections quickly. We just have two comments anyway. So, well, three. Uh, we have from Agent Gachalian. Is he a friend of you guys? Yeah, actually, the, the three comments are my friends. So I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. So the next is uh, Bella. Bella, sorry, I won't try to pronounce Bella Calampiano. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Then uh Ina Manansala. So yeah. yeah. Hi guys. Thank you for the support. <laughs> so okay, so the next part, um, Emma, is okay. So you know, at first it was more for supporting your family than yourself eventually. Then mm -hmm. now you get into sex work via OnlyFans, right? Yeah. So first question is um okay, I I, this question might sound not too good, but here's my question to it. Um, is there a difference between, you know, a sex worker and a porn star? Or is there none? That's my first question. In your opinion. Uh, well, here's, I don't really know. I mean, in a way, I think porn stars are sex workers, you know? they do sex work that's sex work because they're having sex to get paid and when i sell my videos i actually think about this you know am i an actual porn star now because i'm selling sex videos so 
maybe yeah there's no difference i think on like if you think about it yeah there's no there's not much difference there's just the, the difference could be like there are porn stars who have managers or like companies that handles that but you know sex workers like me we just handle ourselves so it's like that i think that's the only difference i could think of well, okay. i think i think from wait, um for me i feel like the term sex work is an overarching term for a big for for, for a lot of things like you can be a porn star you can be like me who who does bdsm who has clients because bdsm in some way is kind of like sex work you you fulfill the fantasies of another person like the sexual fantasies of another person in some way um people who are strippers that's also sex work you cater to sex the idea of sex but not necessarily them having to have sex with their clients so it's a lot of things because some people also create content without showing their faces like um sometimes they just sell their voice and that's sex work as well because that caters to people who who love hearing those things some people just love showing their nails like or showing my hands and that turns people on so there are different ways of doing sex work it's just that i guess a lot of people think that sex work equals porn stars because that's mostly the media that we consume or for people who jerk off or masturbate we just go on Pornhub or some other um website to watch porn stars whether or not they're amateurs or they're actually real paid actors and actresses doing a porn scene yeah all right um okay so sorry someone messaged me a question uh and i think it's more of a joke but that, do you guys know how to become a phone sex operator by any chance i, I have I tried <laughs> okay can you tell us a bit more about that how about yama have you tried i mean i haven't but i think i can do that because i do like um paid video calls so like you know, like, it's, what if I paid video call? So they pay me to have a video call with them, and they can pretty pretty much make me do anything on that video call. Like, for example, most of guys that pays me to have a video call with them, they um ask me to masturbate in front of them. But I found this guy; he's a client, and. He paid me to get drunk while we're video calling. So that's so why you're just drinking and then video calling. Yeah. What the yeah. king? I'm kidding. <laughs> and here's the thing: he wants me to be like stupid drunk, like I can't walk properly, kind of drunk. You know? He he made me shot in front of him, and I was like really fucked up that time and that's his king that's his fetish like he he wants you he, he likes to see women helpless with the tongue it's I like, get you. yeah yeah so yeah i think i can be like that because i can pretty much cater to um everyone's wants when it comes to video calls and video calls 
I mean, calls, phone operating shit is like just an easier one because it doesn't have video. <laughs> it's just you talk. That's true. Yeah. 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 Right? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think so. You, Nadista, you mentioned that you tried. Maybe you could um, you know, actually, expound um, on that. From, from my experience, I've had video calls also, but not with clients, just with friends. Like, because it's comfier for me to explore these things with friends who actually want to try this out. And of course, because I feel like I'm a baby dom. I'm still a baby dom in some way. So being able to explore all of these things with someone who is comfortable, seeing me in front of the camera, being able to talk to them, it, it helps. But at the same time, I've created jerk-off instructions just <laughs> with the voice. So because I have my microphone and I had my iPad, so it was easy for me to edit, create the script. So if 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 I may, I can actually give you a sample of what sure. it sounds go, like. Go, go ahead. So, uh, if, I'm just looking at, if I'm just looking at my script. So this the setting is the person is tired. The person is tired. They they just came home from work, and this is how I would sound like. So if you close your eyes, it'll be like, "Hello, I've been waiting all day for you. How are you? Seems like you've had a long day at work. Come now, lie down on the bed for me. Mm, good boy. Close your eyes. While your eyes are closed." You will slowly feel me place a cloth over them. Feel the sensation of softness, patting it gently. You can feel me tug on the ends as I tighten the blindfold. Now, I want you to be present with me, to listen to whatever I would say with complete focus. So it's kind of like that. So it's more of like... Can I just say, you have a very calming voice. That's the like, point. If, <laughs> That's if, I ever, like, if I was ever panicking about anything, I just have to hear your voice and I wouldn't panic anymore. Mm. So so it, it it takes skill because when you listen, like when you take away the eyes, all you can do is listen. And when you're doing all of these um, phone calls, you have to be very descriptive. Like, hey, I'm, I have long black hair that goes um, to the back, to my back. And being able to just really describe things like, hey, I'm holding your cock inside my, like, on my hand, and you can feel me rub it, you know, something like that. So you have to be as descriptive. You should be also very imaginative of what you're going to do. While this is happening, you're also thinking about what scene am I trying to create? What kinks do they have? What kind of feeling do they do I want to induce? Do I want to induce fear? Do I want to induce calm? Do I want to induce excitement? So it really it's a skill. It's it's not just because you have a voice you can use it. You have to think about so many other things, and it is a trained thing. Like I I didn't do that just because I can. I took the time to listen, to research, to think about. Okay, if I'm going to do this, if how can I be as convincing that I am there, that I am actually doing all of these things, but also um, playing with the sounds? Like I ended up like for that for, for that jerk off instruction. What I was doing was I had the dildo 
and I had I had lube and it was near my microphone. So you would hear the splashing and the the sounds that it makes. Yeah. And it feels unconvincing. And then I start moaning just because I can. So they feel as if that's my cough and she's actually riding it and she's actually coming from it. So this is very explicit, but this is the best way for me to describe what it's like. It's not a phone call per se, but it's the experience is kind of like that. It's just that it was me just saying the instructions and him or that person just listening and just being present. Like even if I'm not there doing it now, for them to listen to it again and again when they feel like it, that's a joy. Like for me, that that's fulfilling because oh, they're using the audio I made for them to get themselves get themselves off or to give them pleasure, even if I'm not there. You know, I love how it started technical. Then you went talk, and I was like, yeah, I'm so gonna get canceled <laughs> on Facebook. But it's okay, no, no, no. I mean, you know, for for the discussion, it's 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 what's needed. So. No, no problem with that. All right. So I guess, Emma, the next one for you is, so you're on OnlyFans right now, not, not the Lua. Can, can I ask why? Why OnlyFans over a Lua? Oh, I'm on a Lua as well, actually. Oh, you are? Okay. So yeah. what's the difference between the two? Well, a Lua, with a Lua, it's, you basically have to chat with everyone all the time because every, um, they count your words, your letters, and you get paid when you say a lot of things, you know? When you type more, when you have longer messages. So you have to keep chatting with clients, and that's how you get paid. There's also subscription in Andua, but it's much more, sh it's shittier than OnlyFans. And you mostly uh, make money with chatting with people. Also, you can get more when you send them nudes or videos and they pay more for that, whatever fucking price you want them to pay for. <laughs> and with OnlyFans, it's mostly subscription and it's like another Instagram, but paid. And nude and uh, naughty. Shit. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically the difference. So my sorry, Nudisa, you don't have either, right? No, none. I don't. Okay. I don't. So I'm just wondering, though, Emma, like um, when you get subscribers, right, for both, I'm just wondering, do you find out the names of these people who subscribe to you? Like example, let's say Nudista is your newest subscriber on OnlyFans or Alua. Like, do, do you get something like that, or is it just what? a message saying, "Oh, you have a new subscriber"? That's it. They have like they use. Um, they use what they want for their username. So if like Nudista, if she wants to put her username as Nudista, it's gonna look like that on my OnlyFans. If she wants to look at look look, I mean like be called as Nudista on Alua as well, she's gonna be called Nudista. So um, it depends on them, but I don't really see their personal information besides the name that they put out. So the username, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, the username. That oh, so it's very protective then. I mean, like, for yeah. example, let's say, let's just use Nadista again. No? So let's mm -hmm. say her real name is Emily Harris. Yeah. Sorry, I, I don't know why I thought of that name. <laughs> you won't know. You'll just know her as Nadista, right? Yeah. You'll never find out that she's Emily Harris. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know if she's married, she's in a relationship or whatever. I wouldn't know anything about her. So I guess maybe that's why a lot of people would prefer doing it on OnlyFans as compared to how they do it on Twitter, the whole um yeah. it Alter? Alter, right? Yeah. Alter, yeah. Yeah. right? Okay, yeah, Alter. So because I think with Alter, because like, for example, sorry, Nadisa, I'm still using you as an example. No, go ahead. <laughs> Use me. <laughs> oh my God. That's so <laughs> I'm just fucking with Pao. <laughs> I, I should have saw that coming. Wrong again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, you know, because if you do it like alter style, I mean, um, you know, Nudista will know, let's say, your name or there are things like that, and you'll know her name as yeah. compared to if you do it in a third party platform. It's like, oh, her name is Nudista, and you only know her as Nudista. Well, here's the thing in alter, it doesn't, it's almost the same. You people see what you want them to see. Like, my alter used to be named um, Loon Felicity. That's so no one knows that it's me, it's Emma, and it it's like that for everyone basically. Um, yeah, and it's not much different. The difference is um, only the Lua are paid, and alter is just you want you want you just want people to see. Okay, so um, because last week I had a different guest, right? And when I was talking to her about this whole sex work thing, um, she mentioned escorting. I assume you've never done that, or have you? I I have done that. <laughs> so um, in terms, of, you don't have to answer you know, if it's too personal. But uh, she mentioned that there's escorting where you just go on a date. No sex, that's it. The yeah. one that you've done, was it like all the way or was it just, you know, going out and that's it? Um, Most of what I've done is the one that I have, I just have to go on dates with them or like events with them and I just have to act as their girlfriend. It's like a girlfriend experience, some shit yeah. like that. And um, I, I have also tried like having sex for money and... It's okay. I mean, maybe it just depends on the client that you um, interact with. But most of my experiences, they're really, really respectful um, comparing to the photographers that try to fucking harass me. It's, you know, paying clients are, even, are, are much more respectful than non-paying people i don't know so it has been a good experience for me and but i don't do it a lot it's just when i know someone and i trust them enough to have sex with them for money it's i i just do it you know all right um we have a quick uh, question in the comment section so it's from jade delphin uh, so aren't you scared that they'll screen record the videos and put it on Twitter or other social medias? I assume this for Alua and, um, you know, OnlyFans and all. Actually, people have done that. I have multiple videos on local uh, porn sites from my OnlyFans. They screen recorded it. And Sorry, local porn sites? There's a Filipino version of porn? Huh? 
Yeah. yeah. And it's like shitty porn sites. You know, the ones that has like a shit ton of viruses, those those kinds. So I have multiple okay. videos on porn sites like that. And one time it got out and like people were talking that, hey, oh my God, there's, there's a leak on her videos. And I actually had like, um half of my subscribers on OnlyFans gone because of that. They they thought, oh, I wouldn't subscribe anymore. I'm just gonna look at the fucking porn site and look at her fucking videos. So yeah. I'm not scared of it because it happened already. It pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. kind of stealing in that way. Because yeah, they actually, shared it. Yeah. Right? And it actually that happened to me. Yeah. Like, is it yeah. because of the I movie? Mean, no, these stuff. No, 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 no. It's it's more okay. of like, I guess uh, I, I'm only on Instagram. Of of course, there are people who are like, oh, I wanna, I wanna have a piece of you, and what they do is that, um, I guess I've been on movies, uh, not really movies, but I've done works with people for <laughs> for a thesis, for a thesis. And it was shown that I was naked there. And it was a thesis film. There was no porn there. It was just me being naked, being tied, and just doing my own thing. But the thing is, uh, there was someone or there was something or someone messaged me on Instagram and said, did you know that you're the, the movie you were in, like the thesis movie you were in, is actually like screenshots of it are in the this porn site. And then I said, what the fuck? Why? People are perfect. And my name is there. Like, my my whole name was there. Because yeah, it is a thesis stuff. film. Of course, it's... It, no, my name. My my real yeah. name. <laughs> so, so it was... I was like, what? I don't mind. Like, when you're on FetLife, when you're doing all of these things, you don't fucking care anymore because it's just a body. But in, in some sense, they perverted you and they got something of you because that is my body and then you're perving on it without my consent it, it's as if you're getting stripped off of your dignity in some way because if, if it were me and if i posted it on somewhere where it's allowed for you to perv on it you you actually consume it in with the intention with the real intention of that movie being for that purpose but it wasn't and there are people also who would find ways to look for your nudes and then they would threaten you with it just because they want more content from you or just because they want to have that sense of power that, hey, I have your nudes, I can send it to, to other people. And then at the back of my head, since Emma and I are nudists, and we're like, okay, spread it. The more you spread our shit, the more people will come to us and then ask us for content and we can get paid. Thank you so much. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's that kind of thing where it, we're comfortable with our bodies. We're comfortable being seen in this way. But of course, it's always, is, is it too much to ask to ask for respect in this regard? Because we don't mind if you ask nicely. Like, we don't mind. Just as long as there is respect in what you're doing and not being an asshole for it. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, I actually got, when I was 18, I got blackmailed with a sex video um, 
they told, hey, the guy told me that, oh my God, I'm gonna, you know, leak this and shit, and you're gonna be ruined. And I'm like, okay. And then what I did was, I uploaded my own sex video on Twitter. <laughs> we were like, what the fuck? It's just, I was just, you know, I was just uploading nudes at the time, and then suddenly I uploaded a fucking sex video. So that people can't blackmail me anymore because I upload my own shit. You you can't do anything to me, you know? You can't fucking scare me. <laughs> so That's true. Like, yeah. It's it's like taking your own thing, I mean, on your own hands. Like no I mean it's shitty for someone to do that. To threaten you with your own body. Yeah. To threaten yeah. you that's shitty that's why that's why when somebody did that also like i was recorded like i was having a cam thing right here and it was recorded without my consent i didn't know he was recording and what he did it was shitty because he he did spread it to my friends list on facebook oh shit. yeah yeah and for me i was like you asshole but then at the back of my head you know my friends know what i do so at this point, if my friends see it, they're like, they 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 saw my like they saw my my body was there, like my boobs were showing and stuff. And then my friends were like, I wish I could I could have gotten the photo because I already know that you do these yeah. things. At least I would have had the evidence that you do that your body is like that. So it's kind of like that. But it's just shitty wherein they would do everything to make you feel powerless over the situation. But you know, sucks for you guys because everyone in my family knows what I do at this point. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. So for our audience, if you have any more questions, please put in the comment section. We do have another. We have two more questions from Jade. So first, is you can actually sue them for that, right? I mean, is that possible here in the Philippines to to sue people like that? I think, I think it, it depends. Yeah, I, I think, think it's like cybercrime, probably. Yeah, but. Honestly, it would go nowhere, especially for people who doesn't have much money. I think it's not worth it, you know? At, yeah. at least for me, for me, it's not worth it anymore. If I did that, like, sue them and shit, it would take a toll on my time, on my schedule, on my work. Because I wouldn't, I would be focusing on that, doing that person instead of doing my own thing. So, yeah. Okay, um, next one is for, I assume this is for Emma, since Nadisa answered this. Does your family see your content or do they know about, you know, what you do? Actually, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, they've seen my content and when they saw it, they're like, what are you doing with your life? You're showing yourself. How would people react to you? They're going to see you as less than before. And then it, it takes a lot of conviction actually to tell them that this is who I am. This is what I stand for. There is nothing wrong with what I'm doing. My intention for doing this thing, like taking my clothes off, showing these things, it's because it's art for me. It's an expression of myself. And if you see it as something more than what I intend for you to see, then maybe it's you perverting it. You're, you're putting your own view on me because again i'm not really hurting anyone but if people see it as an attack to them then it's them thinking that i'm out to get i mean i'm out doing this to 
give them spite to make them sad but actually no i mean at this point i tell them if you don't really like what you see then stop looking for it stop looking for the content because i i'm already like this so if, I'm, I'm not really putting my name out there with my family name just because i know here here in the philippines people will attach that surname or attach me to my surname and then the family members of that particular surname will be judged for it. That's why when I do this, I use the, the name Nudista because that's my artist name. See it as Lady Gaga versus Stephanie Hermanotta. Lady Gaga is the persona, but at the end of the day, that's what she does. But when she's at home, she's Stephanie. So there is like a separation between the two and for me i'm still me i'm still basically me it's just that the persona i use outside is my protection against like people trying to get into my life saying that hey i know you as your name and i'm like no this is my artist name this is what i choose for you to see and after that I'm going to go back to my normal self and have that separation because it's healthier that way. Because people, I, I guess from social media or people who message me, they're like, I want to be close to you. I want to be your friend. I'm like, that's a hard thing to, for me to do because I don't really accept friends or accept people willingly just because you ask. But I still have to have that nudista persona to shield myself from things that are work or are art-related versus my personal life. Yeah. All right. How about you, Emma? Well, um, it wasn't really a problem for me because I don't have parents anymore. And I grew up in a family that is, I don't know, my, my mom and my sister, whenever it gets hot in the house, they get it on their underwear well not naked naked but like you know just wearing their underwear and i also think that that's why i'm comfortable and when i started doing shoots uh my mom was already gone so it was just my sister that and my my nephews and it was okay with them because um for some reason they're more open-minded to these things and I am glad that my family is like that because I couldn't fucking imagine it any other way. I think I'm going to have a hard time if it was a different family, you know? And I'm just so glad that and they're very supportive. And actually, my sister is thinking of doing sex as well. And she's like asking me for tips. Take note, she's older than me. She's like, 38, I think. Yeah. So it's like that. It's that open of a family. And uh, her son, her phone, and he would be like, What the fuck, mom? What are you doing when she see when he her new? And she and she would be like, my sister would be like, No, fuck off. Your your aunt does so much worse than that. And they just laugh it up, and that's, that's like a normal thing for us. It's cute. Uh, I love my family. <laughs> I can relate. 
because my mom is like that at this point in my life wherein we're we're so open now like it's an open joke that i'm a hubadera to the point wherein sometimes i'm like doing like that with my clothes and they're like no can you not <laughs> can you not enough can you not do it here so it's, it's it's funny because the my experience with my mom's side of the family there's they're like you're you're an adult you're entitled to do what you want just as long as you're not hurting anyone and then the the uncles that i have there are like so open to me about it wherein when we sit down and talk they tell me oh you know sometimes when you post something on facebook i have to do a double take because i want to see what you post and then it's about sex or something and then they say wow you're such an empowered woman i love it just continue doing what you're doing so it's just a nice thing to feel that not all of my family but some of my family actually just support me and they're happy that I'm progressing or just doing what I want to do and then earning money from it. Yeah, so I'm wondering now, Emma, because, you know, in the Philippines, right, um, sex work in general, especially when it comes to online, it's very um, taboo and illegal. Mm -hmm. uh, aren't you not afraid of that, that, that whole um, law thing? Uh, not at all. Because I have not seen anyone, well, yeah, I have not seen anyone get arrested for it. And there's people who are in this industry in the Philippines, like, much earlier, you know? I have only been here for, like, one or two years. So, it just, I don't know. I've seen a lot, like, lots, lots of people do it and they haven't been jailed or anything so that kind of um, comforts me and that takes, takes away my fear and also um doing this i'm doing this with all of my most of the things i saw on tv uh that like people who get jailed for sex work it's mostly like people that is um, selling other people's body. What's that called? You trafficking? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Human trafficking. Yeah. So, um, it's not anything like that. So I think it's fine. I don't care that at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next one I want to ask is, uh, sorry, Tadista, since you don't have any experience with OnlyFans okay, or no. Lua. But then I think you could probably answer this question also. What is the weirdest thing or strangest thing someone has ever asked you for from OnlyFans or Alua? Strangest. I mean, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be negative, but something it's like, yeah, that that's pretty strange. You, you know what I mean? I mean, it's something that one you're okay with doing, and two, well, I mean, it, it, yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know what's strange anymore. I do a lot of strange things. But let's see. Um, here's the things that I remember. The first one okay. is the guy that wants me to get drunk. But he, okay. he didn't even ask me to masturbate or anything. He just Which wanted is more to, like Yeah. He just wanted you. to get drunk. Yeah. Um, the next one is... Actually, I did this video before this podcast. This is like um a request like a custom video thing and they pay for that extra 
money, you know. Um, the guy asked me for a full video of me just shaving my pussy. That's oh, that's, well, that's erotic. Yeah, so he, he just wanted me to shave it and he wanted me to ask that oh do you want do you want me to shave it more? Do you want me to like make it balder? <laughs> that's I just did that earlier, just before this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. But he wanted me to keep my underarm hair there. You know, he didn't want mm-hmm. me to shave them. He just wanted he he wanted to see my underarm hair, but he wanted me to shave my pussy in front of him. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, that that I think that's very strange. How, how about you, Nadista? Any strange requests on your end? Actually, what is strange? That, that's the thing. Like when when you're in the BDSM lifestyle, nothing is strange anymore. You're like when people ask you, okay, what's the strangest thing? If I tell you that people just want to see my hands, that's already strange for you. Like what? What's up? No, but then there's like a no, but there's like a hand fetish, I guess. Okay, get on. Yeah. Since you kind of know me in a way. What do you think I would find really strange? Um, if someone tells me to ball bust them. <laughs> Like for them to just meet me, and then all they want is for me to just kick their balls just because they like it. Oh my god, I've done that. <laughs> that's so much fun! It's fun, it's yeah. fun. I See, did it with spaced. heels and fuck. yeah, with heels. Yes, a lot of people are into that. Like, yeah. it is strange because when someone says, I want you to just kick my balls and I want you to do it with the intention to hurt me and I want to see myself be on the floor because it hurts. And I'm like, I can do that. There's no sex involved. I can just hit you and I'll have fun. So (laughs) there are people who are into that. And there are people who would ask, like, can I drink your pee? Can, can, Can I, yeah, can I be treated like a dog? Can you just degrade me? So these are extreme requests. Even sometimes, like before, when someone tells me, "I want to be peed on," of course you're like, "What the fuck?" But then after being in the scene, you're like, "I can see why he likes it. I can see. I can wrap my head around doing it because there is the essence of power. There is this essence of humiliation for the other person. So it all." goes down to your kinks and being able to actually just be okay with each other and trust each other enough to be to actually do it yeah um <laughs> your face just go, let's just think that these these things were strange enough like it was so uh, that i didn't think that normal people would find this strange anymore <laughs> i guess for yeah, us I mean, we're so fucked up Emma's isn't so bad, but yours is yeah. really like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's the reality. Like, some people just want it. And because you're a pretty girl, or sometimes you're a pretty girl, they like your personality and they feel like they want to experience that with you in a safe space. They allow themselves to actually ask you for that, which they know not a lot of people will understand. Yeah. I actually okay, had I this mean, Indonesian yeah, go ahead. woman that she wanted me to pee on her face even on her eyes i was so scared for her and then she wanted me to let her fuck my boyfriend while i'm peeing on her it's like so 
okay and she also wanted <laughs> she wanted to be like um hit with dicks or things until she bleeds that's that's how much of a fuck up he is and we did that <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah yeah these are normal for us i'm sorry pao <laughs> wait 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 so there's an indonesian woman who goes to you and says be on my face while your boyfriend you know has Fuck. intercourse with her yeah and while he's doing that she also wants to be hit with something yeah well it's quite hard to do that like all all of the things at once so we just tortured her right no, whether it's not once or like separate like what the hell is that <laughs> it's a session well, it's yeah. a bdsm session <laughs> i pee on her while he fucks her then after that we torture her that's it that's that's the timeline <laughs> Okay. I think you lose this round, Nadista. Wait, before Nadista says, any, says anything that might beat that. So, Jade, I think that's your answer. That's there's your answer from Emma. How about you, Nadista? Actually, like, I think that's that's one of the ex- not really extreme. I don't think that's extreme yet. That's not extreme. Like, it's I think not- the weirdest shit. That not really weirdest, but the one that really impacted me was when somebody told me and they want to be my slave. To the point that if they they are my boyfriend and they're my slave, and they they have this cockholding fantasy wherein I get pregnant by another person and then he's the one who's going to take care of that child, and I'm like that's such a very much an extreme thing because he doesn't want to to that's so fuck extreme me. though it, it, like like a slave. He doesn't like he will be chast in, in chastity cages like he'll, he will be he, he will not be able to use his penis for anything except to pee um um i would be able to have other partners on top of that and he wants me to get pregnant with another person's baby and it's him who's going to take care of that baby and seeing it grow up and knowing that it's not his can I just say, and I don't know if you'll be surprised, Nadista, but I still think Emma wins, though. I think hers is just way more, like, no, like that for one. You, for you, yeah, for you. Yeah, I mean, that one is fucking weird to the point I'm cursing already. But I think Emma still wins. Like, if I were to give a grand prize, I would give it to Emma, like, what right now. I don't mind. No, it's not really a competition. It's just more like, I find yours. I guess, like, I guess, way I guess for you, you couldn't put put your or wrap your head around the idea that someone would ask for them to be peed on and having sex and then getting hurt because the whole you know i don't get the whole cockle thing honestly i honestly don't but emma's is just really weird <laughs> like i cannot fathom for the rest of my life how that could give any kind of satisfaction Absolutely. not for you for me, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, just in my opinion, obviously. Yeah. For me, I think the Nadista situation was much worse. I had a guy like that. He wanted me to be his girlfriend. And he basically told me that he's going to give me everything. He was getting ready to buy me a condo in Mahati. He was, like, getting ready to buy me shit and whatever. And 
it's the same. He's a cuckold. So he messaged like black guys in the Philippines to message me and have sex with me. And at some point, he told me that he wants me to be, yeah, the, the same shit as Nudistas. To be pregnant with another some other person. person's baby. Yeah, basically. And I was like, no, I don't want to be pregnant. I don't want to have kids at all. And then he was like, no, you would have kids, please. I want kids from other people and I just want to be their father and I want to be I want to come home to you someday to like find you fucking like a shit ton of guys without me I want you cheating on me shit like that and it was like so it was too much for me I can't do that that's extreme for me you know because it's long yeah it's long term they want a fucking baby that's that's extreme fuck (laughs) (laughs) exactly and you and and it's just to satisfy the kink of the other person right so it's like no i don't want that i know man yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right um i think we're done with this question jade sorry i i don't want to know anymore it's okay Sorry, I'm having a hard time. Sorry, actually, no, I actually had a question in my head that I wanted to ask you guys. But okay. after all of that, it just disappeared. I'm curious, <laughs> what's the question, though? I can't remember anymore because I'm just so, like, wait, overwhelmed. So, um, super. Let's go to Margaret uh, Diokno. She has a question. So, how do you handle people who can't respect you being open about your sexuality? You know, example guys who send dick pics uh, and think you're cool with them get cool with them cool with getting them. Sorry, just because you openly talk about BDSM, etc. Actually, that's a good question, uh, Margaret. Do you guys know her? Yes, I do. She's my friend. Oh, okay. okay, cool. <laughs> I well, like how the raising of hands, by the way. Oh, I didn't raise my hand. What's that mean? No, no, no. Nadista. Nadista was oh, No, no, she was my friend. Um, well, for me, like, I've, I receive dick pics all the time. And they think that just because they send you a dick pic, it means that it turns you on. Like, I get that you get turned on by watching or looking at my photos. But... I still don't get the idea of just sending a dick pic just because, hey, I think I'm thinking about you. And I'm okay with receiving dick pics just as long as it's from someone I like. Like, if I'm friends with them and we're already at that point where we're so comfortable with our own sexualities together that I even ask for it. Like, hey, can I see a picture of your dick just because I miss it? <laughs> like, like it's like that. You, you ask it with consent. Like, that's because i have a relationship with this person but when it comes to assholes like that who just give you like like shit or they just slide into your dms and just say hey babe i like i like you so much and then they send you a photo it's like okay what do i do with that do i just look at it and say that's a small one i my my dildo is much bigger so (laughs) it's it's not it's not really fun i'd rather they would just message me i feel like i try to educate them wherein i don't really appreciate that i'd rather that they basically just tell me hey i admire your work and if if there's something that i can do to support you i would happily do that kind of thing 
like you're you're actually being a supporter rather than someone who just messages a woman just because they turn you on and then you're asking for free content basically just to jerk yourself off and goodbye it, it, it makes me feel like an object when I don't want to feel like an object. I'm a woman. Yeah. I want to be respected. And if I wish to be in a situation where somebody objectifies me, then I will put myself in a situation wherein that is okay. Wherein it's a safe space for me to be in that situation with them because there is already an established trust or connection between me and this person. But yeah, sometimes if they're really, really assholes, I, I screenshot the messages and then I post them on my on my Instagram feed and tell people to, can you report this guy? Because this person is being an asshole. Something um, like that. How about you? How about you? I'm sure you also experience these kinds of things, right? Yeah, well, uh, I get them on a daily and I normally just ignore them because i feel like there's still some kind of satisfaction for them that you give them attention even if it's the negative attention that's why i give them zero attention <laughs> so i don't want them to have any kind of fucking satisfaction and what's actually i don't mind the fucking dick pics it's just it's a small thing for me to just ignore but what bothers me what on what i receive on a daily is girls um getting mad at me calling me a slut a whore because their boyfriends like me and that that bothers me how fucking uneducated they are and how they don't stand up for the like the same fucking women you know like they're girls too. They know, but they don't know shit. Like, why would you blame me for that? You're, that's your boyfriend's fault. That's that's why. That's what I'm more mm-hmm. like bothered with than with like comparing to the big pics. It's just I think, oh, I don't even know. I mean, I tried to talk to some guys who sent me big pics and told them that. No, do you think that would get you some pussy? That will not get you some pussy. So stop doing that. But they, their minds are just closed. So I don't see the point that uh, I'm doing that. It's, it's just tiring. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I, I never got that actually before when I was still single. Because obviously, what? I think we've all... Uh, sorry. So before, like, I never got the whole dick pic thing, like, honestly. And before when I was still single, you know, I was doing the whole dating apps, right? Bumble, yeah. etc. And suddenly, you know, a girl would send me a photo of, you know, either her breasts or her vagina, right? And I'm wondering, why, why would I appreciate this? Because, you know, me personally, when I would want to have, you know, sex with someone, it's more on I'm having sex with the person as who they are and not with what they have. Yeah. Right, I find that more attractive when I'm like, yeah, I probably mean this person, you know, like mentally or in terms of like chemistry or whatever. We have something as compared to okay, she has a vagina, I have a penis, a penis, you know, start to stick it in, right? I mean, I, I just never got that whole like sending nudes in that way. I, I just never got it. Well, um, you're yeah, guy, if that's the case, because most guys have not guys, I'm not 
generalizing, but most people in general have like preferences like, oh, I want big boobs, I want small tits, I want big ass, shit like that. So that's why they ask for nudes and they send like photos of her, their dicks, but because maybe they're thinking, oh, maybe she would be like um, impressed by how big my dick is, you know? But, but yeah, that's true. So they think like that and they just send it randomly without fucking consent, man. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm just wondering though, I, I, this may sound like the stupidest question of all time, but do you know any girls who like when they see a dick pic, they're like, yeah, I have to get some of that? Mm, it really depends on who Okay, no, no, no. Stranger. Not, not someone you're oh, chatting well. with. Stranger. Complete stranger. No. Or someone you just met on a, you know, or someone you just met, let's say you, you matched on Bumble, then after a day, they send it. Something like that. Obviously, if it's someone that you know, and maybe it's a partner that you have in terms of sexual, maybe, but let's say it's just some random dude who you don't really know well. Yeah. Do you know anyone? No. I have never seen anyone be happy with that. They're like, you know, someone be like, yeah, I, I like that. Let's, let, let, I want to get, I just don't get it. Even in my ass, I just, I just don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, like sometimes I see dicks all the time. And sometimes I'm, I'm with people who are like, can you compare my dick to this dick? So it's like, okay, let's look at two different pictures of dicks and compare which one is bigger. It, 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 it has come to that point. <laughs> Wherein I can compare dick sizes now and say to that to this person, yeah, your dick is bigger than this guy, or your dick is smaller than this guy. So it's it's not anymore like uh, I want to get some. <laughs> I don't want to do that because it's like I have this motto in life that size doesn't fucking matter. You know, it's like exactly. I have yeah, that's why I can't tell them that, oh shit, don't send me no fucking dick pics because your dick is so small. Because it could be really small, but it could be really amazing as well. <laughs> that's true, because they compensate with, with yeah, something else. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I also say that, like, when, when people are like, oh, you know, my girlfriend is a size queen. And I'm like, I don't fucking care because... <laughs> I'm okay with the dicks that I'm having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, even if you're in my life, you're like, I, I still prefer the dildo sometimes <laughs> than a bigger, yeah. like, a big lend out guy because I know how to pleasure myself. That's the thing with size. I guess it's with men. Size equals better performance. But when it comes to women, it's like, it doesn't matter what the size is, just as long as you know how to fucking use it. <laughs> Or know that's how to it. pleasure the other that's person. <laughs> yeah. Guys tend to think when they have bigger dicks, they, th- they tend to think, hey, I have a big dick. I don't need to fucking perform that much, you know? My dick is doing all the fucking work. So, Which is like, true. Yeah. yeah. It's not stupid. <laughs> that's why, like, smaller dick guys, they they perform more because they think they have to, like, compensate for their lack of length <laughs> so they 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 fuck better man so like ah, oh, what am i and saying? i feel like <laughs> you know and, and then i feel like smaller dicks can hit the g-spot better yeah like, like 
fun so <laughs> there like you hit the spot so much well yeah. <laughs> so much better because when big with bigger dicks it hits your fucking stomach <laughs> yeah, the cervix and it hurts yeah. and you bleed after and you're like oh, oh. can you not <laughs> right, what how did we get here i'm so Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh my God. We went to the big. I have to be honest with you guys. I'm just waiting what? to be canceled on Facebook. Like Facebook has <laughs> sent me an email saying, you know, your your content's too wild, man. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I invited Nadista and Emma Rouge in the same episode. What did I'm I expect, sorry. right? Your mistake, so man. No, it's not, I know it's my mistake. I don't really blame Emma that much. Ninety nine percent goes to Nadista. One percent goes to, not even one percent. Oh. Maybe. Maybe 0.010% goes to Emma. I put the rest of the 1% on me because I decided to invite you guys. But it's okay. I'm just kidding. All right. Um. So Jane has a comment. Uh, if a guy sends a dick pic, just send them another dick pic. Uno reverse. <laughs> Uno reverse. I sometimes do that, though. I'm like, my my dildo is bigger than you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So oh, that is the latter part like, of that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Photo, sorry. I said this photo. Yeah, I have like a dildo. Actually, I found that dildo because of Nadista. She she showed me that, and we asked for the link. It's like it's a real. It, it looks, looks real. Yeah. So what I did was I put it on my shorts, and it looks like I have a dick hanging out. And I sent it to the guy, and he thought I was a fucking transgender man. <laughs> Perfect so, shit I assume, there. So, so, so I assume he was like, yeah, never mind. Uh, yeah, exactly. He told me. Because it looks real. Okay, but what if, for example, you did that and the guy was like, oh, I want to see more. Oh. <laughs> that would be like. Oh. Well, he would still be disappointed because I'm going to show him that it's fake, right? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless he's into that, he's like the idea. Yeah, then it's the idea. No, it's like shit. How do I get rid of this person? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right. So you know, I guess you know this is the latter part of the episode. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'd like to thank the two of you for coming here. So I guess for you, Em, I'm just wondering, uh, because you know, our guest last week mentioned that, uh, you know, for her. For her, you know, being in the whole sex industry, right, and OnlyFans, solo, etc., she plans to stay there for as long as she can. Do you have a timeline for yourself? Like, do you plan to stay, you know, doing this for maybe five more years, ten more years, or whatever? Um, yeah, I actually do. I mean, it's not bad right now. I mean, my experience is not bad, but I wouldn't want to be here forever, you know? So... And I think there's like not much people who would care about how my body looks in 10 years, let's say. It's going to be saggy and shit, you know? Right? So I had to like give myself like, um, like you know, a goal. And what I'm going to, what I'm doing right now is I'm trying to save up from the sex work money from, that I'm having and i'm saving it up to invest them and eventually get a, a business thing so yeah i'm planning to not be a sex worker eventually <laughs> i feel like i just want to be 
phase in my life. I don't want it to be my whole life. I because I want to be a lot of other things. That's the thing. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just saving up music. So if you don't if you don't mind me asking, like that. what kind of Sorry. business do you plan to, to do after? Because you mentioned you want to do a business, right? I don't know. I haven't thought about it, actually. I don't really know what exactly I want to do. But for sure, I want to do first is invest on something and make my money grow first. In case that my business fail fails, uh, I wouldn't be having, like, bankrupts or some shit like that. So that's my plan, basically. <laughs> I don't know if it's good, but... Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's at least a plan, right? Yeah. How about you, um, Nadista? Mm-hmm. Do, do you plan to continue doing what you're doing for the, you know, for any like that? Well, I think for me, I still love what I do. Like, it's not necessarily, you know, sex work per se in, in what Emma does, but I feel like what I'm doing is mostly creating content for educating people so and as as a person who grows also into the role of you know doing bdsm i want to let people know what my experiences are so i think this is going to be a lifestyle for me but of course it always will expand in some way i'm not going to always just stay on instagram i might have a website in the future i might be able to sell content or sell sessions wherein hey i have a session with this particular person if you want to watch it you have to pay for it because of course they're giving me their bodies for the session and i wish to pay my models um i also want to expand myself wherein hey people can get me for parties like like if you want to have a stag party i can be the i can be the person there to play with the bachelors or whatever so it's 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 an expansion because it's something i love to do and if people want to get me to have an experience a bdsm experience yes even if i'm doing it again and again like even if i'm going to tie a person i'm going to tie again and again but with different people it's going to be a different experience altogether and I don't think I'm going to get tired. Maybe at times I will be like, okay, I need to have a break from doing BDSM just because sometimes you need it. Sometimes it might feel as if it's work, but if it's a lifestyle and it's you, you what you enjoy and people will not really fucking care what I look like, but how my mind thinks and how I make them feel good, I feel like this is going to be something I want. I wish to do forever, possibly. Just because it's fun, just because I get to meet other people, just because I grow in so many ways. Well, but it's not going to. Hmm? Yeah. Go, Emma. Well, here's the thing. Actually, I don't want to. What I think is, I, I don't want to sell my things. Like, right now, I sell videos, I sell photos, right? So, most of what I do, I can't create, like, my own arty, artistic shit, right? Because I have mm. to focus on what I have to sell. And I'm getting tired of that, honestly. That eventually I want to stop doing it for other people. I want to start doing it for myself without like yeah. having to get paid. I want just I want the world to just see it. I don't want to like put it in like this only fans only box that 
I ha- I'm doing right now because it's like I'm not uh, showing it to the world. I want to show my shit to the world. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know? And yeah. I guess I guess it's hard being a content creator too because thinking about it, like if I sit down and I'm like, okay, if I'm going to create content, you have to think about what do I have to do next? How many photos should I take so that I can post every week or every day in a certain amount of times? just to keep people engaged and yeah. that's so tiring it, it tires you out because again you're just you're earning are you doing this to earn money and mm-hmm. at some point you're like i'm just going to do my shit and if people want to support me support me but it's not going to be my whole life anymore like yeah. support me because you love me that's 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 the goal that's the goal like you yeah, don't want to work for money people people just want to pay you money because they love you yeah. basically despite of whatever shit you want to do like you know exactly right now i feel like most of what i do is because people them like they want demand to, from you yeah yeah th- those are the demands i do not want to do that but i do it anyway because of the fucking money i want to like if i want to be naked if i want to do videos i want to do it on my own I want to do it on my own standards, like with mm-hmm. what I want. So that's what I want to happen. I just don't want to be forever tied up to people um, paying me and I have to like impress them because they pay me. You know, I exactly, exactly. for my whole life. <laughs> that's about it. Sorry. <laughs> No, no, sorry, don't, don't say sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's valid. It's it's valid. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it it's a valid thing because I guess we're doing all of these things because we have to live. This is an alternate way to live, basically, because we're in that age wherein sometimes no sex is a currency, and yeah. since people want to consume it or can't do it now all they can do is just pay for it and actually ask of you what they want you to do and i guess we're just stuck in the loop for now we're stuck in that rat race where it's like i have to do this because i have to not because i'm enjoying it anymore and i hope for you like in the future wherein when things are better like you don't fucking care anymore like this is my content be be okay with it this is like if if you want more of me, pay for it because I'm worth the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you know, um, I'm just wondering now, Emma. You mentioned that you have a boyfriend. Obviously, he has no problem with the, with you being an OnlyFans and stuff, right? Yeah, he manages it with me. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. He's um B Surge. Uh, he they he knows Lunisa. We all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so he also ties like me, but he is also a photographer. So he is known for his photography and his love for bondage also. So yeah. we we know each other. It's a small community basically. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. So that's why he all of these things and he's totally okay with it he manages my only fans 
my alua. He shoots you know? also. He shoots you too. So perks of yeah, having a photographer boyfriend. Requests, like the photo request, he shoots those. Like he would say, oh, uh, you know, you have to do it like this. You have to do it like that because this is, the guy said so. It's like, okay. <laughs> and, and, and the funny thing is because he's a guy, it's easier for him to get into that headspace where a guy would like it if you spread it more or if you yeah. do it in this angle or if you do this in a particular way. So it works. It basically works. <laughs> yeah, you're so lucky. You have that. And I'm like, I wish I had that too. <laughs> I know, man. And he cooks good food. Wow. I don't deserve it. All the <laughs> better. That's good. I'm happy for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, sorry. <laughs> B Surge shout out. <laughs> yeah, that's a love Sorry. That's all right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I guess we're you know at the end of the episode now. So I guess for you, um, Emma, you know, because I'm sure there are a lot of girls out there who may be interested in doing what you're doing in terms of OnlyFans, Alu, etc. What advice would you give them? My advice. Honestly, one of the biggest mistakes I did was not tease people so much before doing everything full on, you know? I suddenly released my sex video, right? I told you. And, yeah. you know, when you tease people, like, little by little, they want more. And I feel like that's my mistake from the start. Also, I would want to say that... If you don't want to do anything that you're not comfortable with, just don't do it because yeah. it really takes a toll on your mental health. Like, I have been there and that's one of my mistakes. And I have been, like, fucking crazy. I have had, like, depression and shit. So I would, I just want to say that you still have to put yourself first. Even if you're getting paid for that, sometimes I just, when I can't do something, I give them their money back because, you know, I can't do it and I feel like that's gonna, you know, really fuck me up. So I just let them, you know, have their money back. And if you have to do that, just do it. It's not bad. Um, your like your mental health yourself is much more important than any other people's satisfaction yeah that's about it <laughs> that, that's 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 really deep that, that, that's that's really yeah uh, how about Sad. you nadista so for you you're not really in you know only fans or whatever yeah but I, you not. being you what, what what advice would you give anyone who wants to forever blow the mind of someone like Paula Aquas or something? Um, I think it takes conviction to actually do these things. It, it takes strength and character because a lot of people will see you as, you know, seeking attention or just doing it just because, yeah, you're badass or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you don't have strength within yourself to say, hey, I do these things because I believe in myself, it will weather you down. And I noticed too, like when you consume Instagram, like when you see all of these girls having more followers than you, having more content or whatever, like collaborations, you look upon yourself and say, 
I want that, but why aren't people doing this form, doing this collaboration with me? I should have gotten that deal or whatever. And it, it takes a toll, like what Emma said. And I think also that because we're, we live in a digital age, whatever you put out there, you might regret. So you have to you have to have conviction and you have to be responsible for what you're going to put out there like for me whatever i put out there i'm very careful i'm careful with the idea that what if i say something political it will hurt me in some way possibly so i i don't really i don't really post content on politics just because i don't want to be seen as someone in that light so whatever 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 i put out there it shows my character and i have to create an image of myself that's me i don't want to be fake also there are lots of people who fake whatever they have and i guess my in in my um standard or in my own um personality i want to be real with you so whatever i put out it's like this is me but i will also show you the process of how this is like telling people oh it's not what you, what it seems like this is a beautiful photo but there is editing involved there is this there is that because what we're doing or what i do in bdsm is very dangerous and i tell people it's dangerous i'm just letting you know i'm not going to sugarcoat it for you i'm going to show you everything because that's what the reality is and as a person who takes care of other people who wants to educate people i have to take care also that the information that i'm giving out is viable is real and i will always a disclaimer that some of these things are from my experience and it might not be the same with other people so it's also being accountable for for the people who's going to consume the content like what if there is there is something sensitive there and people just see it and you didn't put a warning or whatever it, it's you being responsible too and it's you being again taking care of the people who would see it or who would see you or who would follow you because you have a platform you're able to actually um influence people so i guess it's accountability it's strengthening character and just being yourself it, by being yourself people will actually love you for who you are and they would follow you those who stay are those who believe in who you are and you don't have to fake yourself because the moment you fake yourself people will feel it people will see you will see right through you and you cannot sustain that kind of living anyway so yeah great well yeah. That, that's basically the episode so you know i'd like to thank of course emma and nudista you know being here so let's start with the nudista um any plugins you would want to do um okay so May is masturbation month, and I actually have a workshop on June, like June 2, about mutual masturbation. So if anyone actually wants to be in, in that um, workshop, they can just message me in Instagram. My Instagram is at IamDudista. And if you want to consult with me or actually just talk to me about other things or actually you know talk about rope bdsm my dms are open i would love to educate people about what i'm doing about what the lifestyle is about and if ever they just want to have 
a chat with me or just look at my content, they can just go to my Instagram. So it's at I am Nudista. All right. How about you, um, Emma? Um, I don't really have anything going on aside from OnlyFans and um, yeah, most of that. I have a Patreon though. I put my like posts photo sets up there even the like professional photo shoots it's patreon.com slash emma rouge with three e's and three my only e's, okay. yeah my only fans is onlyfans.com slash emma rouge and if you want to see my instagram as well it's at unfiltered emma rouge you you know that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I know that. I mean, it's not really for me. It's for our yeah. audience. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I'm... Whatever. That's that. <laughs> okay. About it, I don't, have, I don't have much. Okay, well, yeah. Thank you again to both Nadista and Emma for being here. You know, I appreciate you guys you know, being very honest with all your experiences. So, yeah. Uh, Iglap, we'll be back next week with, with another episode. But yeah, thank you again to Nidist and Emma. Uh, to everyone who watched, thank you again. Uh, you know, take care. Have a good night. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. How do I leave this? <laughs>